I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Draymond, handoff play, turns, fires again. Got another one! Another three for Clay Thompson! It's a four-point game, and the Jazz want time! Now back to 95-7, the game. My man, Timmy Roy, rising to the occasion, as he always does for 20-plus years, is the voice of the Dubs. He'll be on the call tonight at uh, Golden One Center in Sacramento. Warriors, Kings, you'll get it right here on 95-7, the game. Fastest first hour I've done in a long time. Alan Styles, Jim Cozumore with you until 4.30 when our Warriors coverage gets rolling. A lot of good stuff in hour number one. A lot of good stuff on the Comcast business text line. Really great phone calls. They'll continue in just a second. But I needed that first hour, Alan. I've had a busy week and day. I, I uh, took a trip. Last week I was on Saturday. I took a trip to, I was in Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana, finished off in Chicago, and then uh, flew back home late last night. 7.30 this morning, I'm at Mass. 10.30, I'm on the hills, running the, I'm running the hills out where I live. So uh, I needed that first hour to get things rolling. Wow. I mean, I, I thought I was, you know, I, I had my little two-mile run. I, I, felt, <laughs> I felt good about that, but you just put me to shame. So I got to ask you, was there any barbecue that you had? Yes. And if you did, where was the best barbecue that, that you had? That's a great question. Had? We had some barbecue along the way. I took my, my oldest daughter. Just uh, She, you know, just had a chance to have a, like a father-daughter trip, and we were mm-hmm. talking about life and all that. So we were stopping and hitting some good barbecue. And I got to be honest, I love the South Carolina version. We had some really good barbecue there. We had some really good barbecue here in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had a little bit more. It sounds crazy, but we had some pretty good barbecue in Indiana, of all places. There and so, you go. Yeah, it shows you. And I and I like my barbecue. I'm a big fan of making uh, ribs. I'm a big fan of ribs. Uh, and although in this trip, we did a lot of pulled pork. Right. And so that was really, you can't go wrong with a good pulled pork. You got to get some brisket in there. Get some brisket in there. That's a good call. I did not order brisket on this trip, but I should have done that. Yeah. Have you ever made brisket? Because doesn't that take like 15 hours to make brisket? I'm a big tri-tip guy. I'm a big tri-tip guy. Shout out Safeway, the Santa Maria, you know. I like the peppercorn. I don't know if they, they... they carry it anymore, mm-hmm. but you know, a big. I'm just in on the Santa Maria at this point. Five one zero is chiming in on the conversation we were having earlier. Half Dodgers, half Angels. That that is that's a pretty good one because again, it's a weird rivalry, right? Like going super rivalry. That's not what Giants A's is. It's kind of it's it's a little bit different. Two oh nine, half Ravens, half Steelers. Right. So I I love it. I love it. Five one zero said Stanford grad here. Half Stanford, half Cal, and they spelled the cow with a K. That's I good. think that was on purpose. Yes. Is the most horrific idea ever. <laughs> I love that 510. I love that. Another 510. 
Uh, James, that's me. James would probably get a half veggie, half meat lover's pizza. <laughs> I've been known to do that, actually. I like to make my pizza. I got a big green egg, and I'll make pizzas inside the big green egg at about 600 degrees. And I'll do a little half veggie on one side and drop a little uh, Italian sausage on the other side. That, that sounds about right. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I think bacon is underrated on pizza, honestly. I'm a big, yeah, I have a daughter uh, who thinks that, that bacon is underrated. I go, I go Mountain Mike's, pepperoni, bacon, onions. Give me that all day. Man, really? are you an onion guy? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I like the crunch. All right. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. I like that. All right. A lot of stuff going on on the phone line, so let's get to them. A triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Uh, styles and codes, we're with you till 430, and we're spraying to all fields at this juncture, and that means we go right to the best at spraying to all fields, and that's Robin who hits us on the phone line. Sweet Robin, what's on your mind on this beautiful Sunday? Oh, you guys are too sweet. Thank you. God, it was so much to digest. I had to take it. Now, listen, um, bacon does not go on pizza. Neither does pineapple. But And then also, who has the best, you can ask me, after the best um, uh, barbecue, Memphis or Texas? And no sauce or sauce. Here's what I want to say. A lot of people, you're right. About, um, uh, we have my son's girlfriend. She, her family's like the Dodgers. Um, and they're Hispanic, and she told me a reason why I forgot. But, um, I told them that my grandbaby is growing up a Giants fan. I don't care what they say. I already bought her a Giants outfit. She's not even a year old, okay? But to me, the reason why you don't put Oakland and San Francisco together, and it's not much of a rivalry as it, as it much there is a cultural thing. I mean, this may sound rude, but my daddy, which I think was rude, and, and I have one last point. My daddy used to say, San Francisco can't help it if Oakland is their ghetto. And I used to say, Daddy, that is, that's hella me. Don't say that. And then the last thing I want to say is my father was a Dodgers fan, and he's been, he lived here since the 50s. I said, Daddy, why are you a Dodgers fan? And he used to like the Celtics. And for some reason, the, the, the Raiders and all of us, uh, we and the family forgave him. But he loved the Dodgers because of, you have to understand, old folk, Jackie Robinson. Okay, sure. I get the symbolism that. there, and he and he loved the Celtics because of KC Jones and the symbolism there. Why the hell he liked the Raiders? I would never know. So I just <laughs> wanted to point out that dynamic, and I also want to point out the dynamic that I hate those who just follow individual players, like Steph Curry fans. You're not a Warrior fan; you're just a Steph Curry fan. They drive me crazy the most. Bye, you guys. I love it. Robin, spring all feels in a beautiful way. Totally yeah. get the symbolism with the Dodgers. Totally get the symbolism with the Celtics. And then why the hell he was a Raider fan, I have no, no idea. Knows. That was fantastic. <laughs> oh, God, that is a beautiful you know, call. I will say, though, the, the, the person fans or the athlete fans, right? Like, I'm a LeBron fan, and everywhere LeBron goes. I don't know if you remember that commercial a while back when LeBron was – running and he had all the people behind him running mm-hmm. and, and like the people behind him it just reminded me of all the LeBron you know fans that just they go wherever he goes and yeah they were they, they, they were a Cleveland fan then yep. they were a Miami fan now I guess they're a Laker fan and they I understand why they are the way they are they just look I just like LeBron whatever I just don't I just it's not for me and that might sound like get off my lawn a little bit, but I don't care. No, get off my lawn. Okay. That's fine. Have a team. Have a team. And it's a commitment. It's a commitment. Okay. We're talking about the Ra- commitment to excellence, right? We're talking about the Raiders. <laughs> it's a commitment. You follow one player, that means that you don't want to be committed to any one team. And I can't get down with that.
I, I hear exactly what you're saying. I know there. In fact, I've got a friend. His name is Brian, and he's a LeBron fan. So we would call him LeBron. And he has <laughs> a LeBron Miami jersey. He has, well, no. First, he has the LeBron uh, with his name, LeBron Original Cavs. Mm-hmm. Then he's got LeBron Heat. Then he's got LeBron Secondary Cavs when he went back to the Cavs. Now he's got LeBron Lakers jersey. He's a LeBron fan. He's not a fan of the teams. He's a fan of the guy. But let me take that over to a different sport in football, which is interesting. Kids today are growing up because of fantasy football and video games. Mm, yeah. They're fans. So many kids in this area are running around with number 15 Kansas City Chief jerseys. Right. Right. Number eight Ravens jerseys. Right. Because right? those guys electrify and excite. And because of fantasy, you root for guys. You don't root for teams. You root for your guys. And I think we're starting to see that in the NFL. We're starting to see some of that individual fan as opposed to team fan. Yeah, and, and you know, so I never got in, actually, to the whole, like, hardcore. I get texts every year. You want to play fantasy baseball? You want to you want to play fantasy football? Me, personally, I'm a big fan duel guy, right? Like, right. Uh, on the day, let me pick some guys that I think are going to do well. That's cool. And that's it. I can't – It's again – we're talking about commitments. That's one commitment I don't want to make, right? Specifically fantasy baseball. You play fantasy baseball, that's hardcore. That is hardcore because that's a long season. That is that's tough, a long man. time to go. Yeah. You you are committed if you're going fantasy baseball. Yes. And I'm not six months every day committed. No, not at all. Not at all. 925 chiming in. I rooted for Iggy when he was on Miami, but I'm dubs for life. Except that's fine. That's fine. You are not that that you are not who we're talking about. Nine two five. That is not who we are talking about. I am specifically a LeBron fan. Le, uh, Robin said the Steph Curry fans, and that's like a subset. I think when you go on Warriors Twitter, I guess there are like the supposed Steph Curry fans that only care about Steph and don't care about the team. I don't really know that I've ever like snuffed it out. I I think everybody that I see. Wants the Warriors to win, and Steph Curry's on the Warriors, so it's hard to tell. It's harder to to pick out the quote-unquote Steph Curry fans because he's only been on one team. It's easy to pick out the LeBron fans because he's been on three teams. He's on a different team yeah. every couple of years. Yeah. When, like, when I was a kid, like like a lot of kids of my generation, I was a fan of Julius Irving. Mm-hmm. So I love the doctor. So I became a Sixers fan. So I loved all the guys. I loved I loved World Free when he was known as Lloyd Free. Steve Mix, you know, all the guys they had on that team. Doug Collins, uh, who was the number 53, the big center. Uh, uh, the um, Oh, shoot. What was his? He used to name all of his dunks. He's the guy who first broke the backboard. Dawkins, Daryl Dawkins. I was a Daryl Dawkins guy. Mm-hmm. So I became a fan of the team. I didn't just stick to the guy. Although there is one guy who was my guy, and that's Pistol Pete. I just loved watching Pistol Pete, and I was more of a Pistol Pete fan than I was – a New Orleans jazz guy. Yeah. I probably have to say. Well, I, well, I do. I, I, I know the phone lines are hopping right now. Yeah, We're going to we'll get to you, to Brett. It. But I do want to go down, and I love talking about this. I do want to go down the rabbit hole of uh, my definition of a bandwagon fan because oh, okay. I, I, I have strong feelings about it. So we'll get to that, too. Yeah, we definitely will. Uh, from the 510, half brisket, half tri-tip plate. You know what? That's a winner anyway. That yeah. is a winner. That, no, that sounds like a great. That sounds like a great meal. That's what that sounds like. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for that selection, five one zero. Let's get some phone calls in here. Let's get Brett in Concord. Brett wants to talk a little Golden State Warriors. Always brings it strong too. Brett, welcome into ninety five seven. The game. Yeah, cheers, boys. I didn't know I was listening to the Food Channel today. Yeah, I, I think uh, so. We switched. 
And, and to answer Robin's question, Memphis by far has the best barbecue. I don't know if any of you guys have been to Memphis or not, but it is. I have. The best. What's the place? There's a place in an alley. Do you know the place I'm talking about? The place in Memphis that's in an alley yeah. that makes delicious ribs. There's it's across a, from the Peabody Hotel. The Peabody is the great Memphis hotel. It's been there forever. All the huge stars have stayed there. The Beatles have stayed there. Elvis stayed there. Elvis Clothier was, you know, was based out of the Peabody. And if you look straight across, there's an alley. And it's ah, it's not Shangri-La, but it's if someone knows, triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Go for it. I think we're losing. Don't tell me we're losing. Brett, go for it, Brett. What do you got? Okay. So, I think the Warriors need to be buttoned up tonight. I think this is a business game. Um, I I Honestly, to me, the seed doesn't really matter. To be honest with you, I think the Warriors match up better with Phoenix than than they do with Memphis. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just watched Memphis roll through Phoenix uh, the other night without John Morant. I mean, Memphis is just whooping everybody right now. Dude, John Morant yeah. slows down the Grizzly. John, as great as John Morant is, there, there was one point they were 18-2 and two without him, for crying out loud. Exactly. Exactly. And and to, to worry about a seeding, I think the Warriors are better off if you want to go that route at a four seed and you know play against the Phoenix in the second round if they can get by Utah. But either way, I'm, I'm happy Draymond's playing tonight. I, I still think the Clay should be coming off the bench when Curry comes back with the way the pool's been playing. But I, I really hope that uh, they come buttoned up and are ready to play tonight. Thanks for the call, guys. I agree. I appreciate it. Thanks very much. Uh, kind of a business game. Wow. You know, he still wants hashtag bench clay. Yep. There you go. One game. Does, uh, we got it. We, we're not going to see it again because he's not playing tonight. But wow. Hashtag bench clay. You know, Brian just Brian just made a great point. I hate to say it, Dub Nation. 888-957-9570. We, don't, it's not me. It's just how the cookie crumbles. We should all be Lakers fans right now because we need the Lakers to beat the Nuggets that would really, really help the Warriors. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. But it's hard to even fix my mouth to say those words. <laughs> but go Lakers. Ah, don't, I don't even want to say it. But what? in what way does it help, though? How does it help the Golden State Warriors if, if the Lakers dispose of the Nuggets? Well, because it just helps – in terms you of don't the, want them in the first round. You don't want the Nugs in the first round. It just round. helps in terms of the Warriors clinching the three seed, right? Okay. So okay. you know, you. a loss is a loss is a loss is a loss. So okay. you know, because if, if you don't want to root for the Lakers, you don't have to. You don't have to. Right. And I won't because I will not <laughs> yeah. root for the Los Angeles Lakers. And uh, although I will, uh, the only way I will is if I get to play them in the first round and beat them miserably. You want that so bad. I do. I don't even know if that's mathematically possible for them to play in the first round. They would have to. Here's what would have to happen. The Lakers would have to win out out, and eventually get the seven seed somehow, which is, I think it's near impossible, right? No, there's no way they can do it. I think you're right. Because the best, the Warriors, now the Warriors can't catch the two. That's it. They can't play. So... Yeah. I'm looking at it right now, trying to figure out if the Lakers win out. There's no way they get to. There's no way they get to the Clippers. They just they don't have enough games to play. Right. So yeah. that's a tough break. Dang. Although, man, I'll tell you, by some weird, you know, mathematical equation, the Warriors end up getting uh, matched up with a team like the Lakers. I am going to be on. I am going to be. I'm. I'm already picking out my popcorns for each one of the four games that are going to be played as the Warriors. Pull off the sweep of that team. There you That's go. how excited I would be. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, look, if that happened, that would be great. 
But we got to deal with what is probably going to happen. Reality. Right? Deal with reality, not you my know, fantasy. The Warriors get this three seed. We need to start looking at who they're going to face. And look, they, they, they've played a lot of the teams that could be, you know, their first opponent. And luckily, that, that game last night was just huge. It was yeah. just huge. It yep. was huge. It was, it was a listen, and there are 82 is a lot of games. But for the Jazz, there are going to be certain games they're going to be looking back on what the heck happened, and I think that's one of them. Mm-hmm. And for the for the Warriors, I think it's that game that reminds you of what they can do, the firepower they have up and down that roster. And, yes, it stunk to go down double digits in the game and have to pull off a miraculous you know, end-of-game comeback. Yes, that's not exactly how you draw it up, but – you know they've got it in them. You know that they've got the ability to do it. And you don't just do it at one end of the floor, Alan. You've got to do it at both ends of the floor in order to pull off a run like that. Yeah, and, and that's the whole thing with what is going on with the Warriors and specifically Draymond Green. When you look at the all the the flip switchers that are out there, the Warriors, once they get to the playoffs, they'll flip a switch. Okay, do you think that that flip can be switched for 16 W's? 16 W's. That's, That's what lot. you need. Yep. That's what you need. That's a lot coming from Draymond. That's a lot coming from Steph, right? Let everybody, now that Steph is out, everybody forgot that there was a whole conversation about how cold Steph had been. Mm-hmm. Everybody's assuming like Steph is going to come back and just be on a heater. And mm-hmm. I hope he is. But let's not pretend like Steph has just been balling the whole season. There was a whole conversation. We had multiple conversations about Steph. So I'm not saying he's not going to be on a heater when he comes back. I'm just saying... This team started the season with the most ifs, and they are ending the season with the most ifs. Oh, that is that's frustrating if you're a fan. It can be exciting if it starts to play out in a positive fashion if Steph comes back and he goes on the heater and Clay finds himself all at the same time. They could be a scary, scary team once you get to the playoffs. Let's hit some more phone calls out here. Scott is in Hayward. Always brings it strong. Scott, welcome into 95-7 The Game. You got Styles and Coes with you here on a Sunday. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Scotty. Hey, gentlemen. Good show. Uh, I got to say first, hearing uh, go Lakers on a Bay Area station, I just threw up my mouth just a little bit on that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Man, you're killing me with this. The best thing the Lakers can do is be humiliated and not make the playoffs. That's perfect right there. Just leave it alone. Karma's taking care of the Lakers. We don't need the, the pettiness. We're better than that. But uh, as far as rooting for a player or rooting for a team, I feel like it does go to that, almost you mentioned, the bandwagon fan. I feel like it's the, the fair weather fan. You don't get the right to root for the player if you haven't rooted for the team through the bad times. Ooh, you don't that's get a to good celebrate one. those Giants World Series if you weren't a miserable Giants fan for a decade. You don't get to celebrate the Niners Super Bowls if you weren't a miserable Niners fan and back in the day or currently, I guess. Uh, you, you just you have to earn the right to root for that team. It is a commitment, and go Niners, go Giants, and go Dubs. We need some, we need some playoff, playoff luck, baby. Have a good one, guys. Good show. Thanks, man. We appreciate the call. And, Alan, that's why I always maintain the best of times for Warrior fan was the 50-win seasons before they won a crown Mm -hmm. the first time because those were the fans who sat through 17 crap years of an 18-year stretch, and then they had to suck on it every year, and they were there. They rooted for the guys. They wanted them to do well. They knew the season was going to be trash. They had the one great year 
where Baron Davis jams over AK-47. The We Believe year was phenomenal, believe, but for the most yeah. part it was crap. And then when it started to climb up, those were the best of times for true Warrior fans. Yeah, yeah. The the we believe we remember all of that. But here's my take. So you've you've led me there. So here's my take on the whole bandwagon thing. Okay. Great call by Scott. By the way, look, I will not say go L word again. We will, we won't do that. <laughs> we won't do that. But it could. They are. They could help us. Okay, I will say that they could help us. But here's my take on bandwagon fans. The people that you're talking about, right? Look, right. Jim. We just started talking, right? This is our first show together, Jim. You know this. As well as I know this, life is hard, man. Life is hard. It's hard to root for a team that is not good on top of life that is already hard. So if you have a, a if Steph Curry is the reason you started watching is the reason you started watching basketball, right? And mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you are a Warriors fan and you are in Austin, Texas. You are in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, wherever. That's fine to me. I you don't need to live in the area. You don't need to do any you don't need I don't you don't need to meet any of those prerequisites. But the thing is, once Steph retires, if if the Warriors start to get cold, right? I I, I would hate for this to happen. Go back into the basement wherever and the, the Orlando Magic start popping <laughs> and all of a sudden now you're a Magic fan, that's my problem. I don't care how you got there. Okay. As long as you stay. As long as you stay. That's fair. 888-957-9570. Am I way off base? Bandwagon fans, I don't care how you got there as long as you stay where you are. All right. Now, that's a great one. There's one team that comes to mind that was one of the originators of, I became a fan of this team because of a guy, and did I stay a fan of that team even once that guy left? And the team are the Chicago Bulls, and the guy is Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Right? We all were Jordan fans. Mm-hmm. We all started to watch the Bulls play, his greatness, the prominence they had, the three-peat, the two years off, the three-peat again. He finishes with a crown, walks away. Everything's brilliant. A lot of people were wearing the number 23, and a lot of people were wearing Bulls red during that eight-year stretch of greatness. Mm-hmm. It actually extended to about 10 years because of the losses to the Pistons. But when he retired, did they stay Bull fans? Or did they swing oh, on over a, to no, no, you, what you, know. you just talked about? That is literally like, that is literally like the the. And I hate to do this, but mm-hmm. that's the that is, and that's why the whole LeBron Michael Jordan conversation. That's why LeBron is not Michael Jordan because that is, and I hate to say it, that is the exception to the rule, right? Like, why? Because we've never seen anything like that. We've never seen anything like that. Like people were wearing it, but. <laughs> It's just different to me because they weren't Bulls fans, right? And, and right. So technically, Michael Jordan was the start of that. But here's the thing: when he went to the Wizards, I don't think Michael Jordan fans bought Wizards jerseys. I don't think they no. did that either. No. And in Chicago, they didn't buy Jordan jerseys at that time that said Wizards on the front of it. And that's why I I wonder if fans stayed Bull fans. And I listen. I've been to a lot of NBA arenas, and a lot of times, even when Derrick Rose was no. the MVP. No. Well, now now. Well, they were Bulls fans, and then the Warriors got good. <laughs> exactly. Wherever you were at, if your team ever got better, you are now not you are now not Bulls fans. Five oh three is chiming in. I was in high school when LeBron came in the league in 04, so a lot of guys have followed his ups and downs like a team. And with social media, the narrative that is will and continue to be a similar thing. Thanks, Brett in West Oakland. Good job, Brett. I get it, Brent. I get it. 
I get it. It's just mm. it's who here, and I know we're in the Bay Area, but who here has the three jerseys? If you got the trifecta, if you got the Lake, <laughs> if you got the LeBron Lakers, the LeBron Miami, and the LeBron Cavs jersey, if you got that, honestly, good for you. Good I for know you at this point. If you chose to do that, that's uh, that's an interesting way to be a fan. Uh, more to come. More Warriors conversation on the way. We will get to some 49ers conversation as well. We'll talk about the greater picture of the National Basketball Association and who really are the teams to beat. Because now, if you're a Warrior fan, you're starting to think of things like you did a few years ago, right? When they were good and you knew they were going to have a deep playoff run. Are you in that, that frame of mind and what teams do you want to play? What teams don't you want to play? That's all straight ahead. Alan Styles, Jim Cozumore, and you at 888-957-9570. It's the phone number. It's the Comcast Business text line. Hit us up right here on 95.7 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here's Gobert. Second free throw, no good. Draymond with a box out on the board. That's your ball game, and somehow, someway, the Golden State Warriors have won. Final score, Warriors 111, Utah 107. There is nothing certain in the NBA anymore. It's all madness. Now back to 95-7, the game. The great Tim Roy. There's a little madness going on in the NBA right now. Yeah, you come back from a huge deficit. You get yourselves a win against a really good potential playoff team. Although, I think Alan Styles might be right. You're right. Who do you liken the Utah Jazz to? What college team are they? Gonzaga. <laughs> they're Gonzaga to me. That's a good call. They're, they're, you know what? They're entertaining. Regular season usually goes well. Um, they got some great players every year. And then you get to money time. You get to winning time. They might be two rounds and done. Don't pick them. Just yep. don't pick them. Don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Whenever I fill out my bracket, and you know, you know, March Madness. I know we're technically in April now, but whenever I fill out my bracket, and I see anybody that pick Gonzaga, do not have to worry about them. They could be at the, you know, and they're they're also the the guys that uh, they pick. You know, oh, they picked the thirteen that beat the the four seed yeah. or whatever. I don't care. I don't got to worry about you. Uh-oh, Brian, Brian behind the glass got some things to say. Brian, were you the Gonzaga guy? Don't Alan, tell me that. Alan, don't do that to me. You don't want to get into this <laughs> argument again. Please, Alan. I was, a, I was so 
so frustrated because I, I did go Gonzaga in my final four, and right. I went them losing against heads. Arizona, Okay, and they got bounced in the same night. But so. that's okay. That's okay. As long as you didn't have them winning. As long as you didn't have them win the whole thing, you're okay. But that's how I feel, Coz. That's how you I guys feel. alive in your brackets, or are you guys all done? I'm done. I'm done, but my fiance has Kansas winning the whole thing, so I'm nice. just living vicariously. Nice, do it. Yeah, do it. That yeah. sounds that's a good thing, and you got a good bride, a future bride there if she yeah. knows her her college buckets. I've I'm still in mine. I've got Kansas winning it all, but I think the best I could finish is second place. I think. There so, you go. Disappointing. Yeah, that's last tough. year I won the in the in the bracket I'm in. Last year I won it. This year. I don't think it's going to. You, you know, you got to get. I don't know how you do the brackets, but if you got a group chat, you got to get in there and be like, guys, I think Gonzaga looks good this year. You know, I think Gonzaga looks good. You got to convince them. Let them know Show in advance. Goes. I know. That, I only bring it up when I'm doing well. Right. It's like in my fantasy football league, I got to the Super Bowl and I got crushed yeah, in the that's, Super Bowl. That's the one thing everybody wants to hear about either your fantasy football team or how your bracket's doing, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Great sports talk radio, isn't it? Great sports talk radio. <laughs> Uh, Alan Styles, Jim Cozumore, 95-7 the game, two hours down. Is it two, No, hour and a half down, two hours to come as we lead you up to our uh, coverage of the Golden State Warriors as they take on the Sacramento Kings this evening at Golden One Center. I could guess there's probably good seats available. If you're a Warrior fan, you want to you see your team. Uh, that place could very well end up being a de facto home game for the Golden State Warriors. The uh, fans in Sacramento are a little bit tired of what's happening this season with their team. And so you could probably get good seats at an affordable price. And if it's hard to get tickets over at Chase Center, you still got time to make it. You definitely got time to drive from the Bay Area up to Sacramento and enjoy the uh, Warrior game tonight against the Sacramento I don't know. I don't know. 80, 80 can be a mess. Yeah. Just like to see it. Just like Tim Roy called the uh, NBA, right? It's right. Uh, what do you say? It's not a crapshoot. It's a 80 can be a mess, mm-hmm. but I still think if it's two hours from the East Bay to Sacramento, you I think you're still in shape. Yeah. Well, right now. Yes. Yeah. You got to get you know, going. You probably have to get out right now. Right. You got to yeah, get that's going. That's a good call. Right. Good call. All right. So with that said, take a look at what the Golden State Warriors have. They've got Sacramento tonight, but take a look at what the Western Conference is all about. Listen, spots one and two already figured out. Suns, Grizz. Then it's Warriors-Mavericks with 49 wins, Jazz with 46, Nuggets with 46. To me, Alan, that group of four, you could throw them into the, uh, into the lottery system, spin them around in a drum, have uh, the late David Stern come back and pick them out team by team. And I, I think any order you put them in, I think those four teams are about even. Yeah, I, I think they are too. And I think, But I think the thing – for the Warriors is they have the highest ceiling, right? So mm-hmm. they have Steph Curry and nobody else does. Right. right. And, and that is what everybody has been holding that little carrot above your head to just say, look, we got Steph. Once we get everybody, we'll be good. The problem is haven't gotten everybody the whole season. When I look at this Kings team, I don't know if this is just like a uh, uh, a resurgence from what, you know, you've been at the Warriors and it didn't go, go great go to the Kings, right? So Harrison Barnes, obviously, he did win a ring, but he, we, we swapped him out for Kevin Durant. And I'm looking at, you know, I'm looking at Damian, uh, um, what was it, Damian Jones. Damian mm-hmm. Jones. Having, we didn't know what was going to happen with Damian Jones. And he is having a nice career there with the Kings. I like Davion Mitchell a lot. 
I think mm-hmm. he is he is a he is a dude. He is a dog. I would love I would love him to be on my team. I would hate for him to be on the other team. Ultimately, I don't think you know on paper the Kings don't have enough to nope. get it done. But when I look at the Warriors and when I look at what the Warriors have compared to the other teams that you spoke about, my question is this: Who and and scared isn't the right question, but who would you rather face? Let, let's put it like that. And let's let's take it to the text line and the call line as well. 888-957-9570. Who would you, who would you rather face? The Suns or the Grizzlies? That's a good question. Listen, Suns are the best team in the West. Might be the best team in the game. I like the Suns with a healthy Chris Paul. I like the Suns a lot. Who would you rather face? Boy, I mm, man, I might want to. Mm, man, that's a tough one. I might want to face Memphis. I think most Warrior fans say they'd rather face the Suns. I think I'd rather face Memphis for some reason. I, I just don't. For, I don't believe. Why don't I believe in Memphis? As good as John Morant is, as good as they are without John Morant, why am I not believing in what the Memphis Grizzlies are doing? Because they haven't done it before, right? It, yeah, it, that's because they haven't done it. it before. But you know, th- made the playoffs last year, made the exciting run. They kind of broke our hearts in the Bay Area. The same way, I don't know. I mean, it's been so long. The Warriors have been good for so long. I'm trying to think about before the Warriors. The same way, other teams. You know, I don't know about the Warriors, right? They they're jump shooters. We don't know once it gets you know to the nitty gritty of the playoffs how that's going to act. Same thing with being said about the Warriors until they do it, right? It's the same thing. And I, hate, I'm sorry, Gonzaga. I'm going back to you. It's the same thing. Until you do it, nobody is going to believe you, and that's what you are feeling right that's now. Me. You're right. You've but neither it. team. Well, I guess the Suns at least went to the finals, right? So mm-hmm. nine two five chiming in. I think the Suns would be better than the Grizz in a seven game series in terms of tactics. And experience. And I think what we saw, and you know, maybe there's a little bit of recency bias going on now because of what we saw the last time the Warriors played the Suns, where obviously Clay was bricking, right? Jordan Poole went off, mm-hmm. Draymond played well, and you still don't have Steph, and you kind of you didn't give that game away, but you didn't not give that game away. So yeah. I think that. Made you made the feel, Suns beat you. You made the Suns yes, beat you yes, is what you did. Yes. The Draymond jump in the air, don't know where he's going. You know, Chris Paul was around, and then yeah. he, you know, ultimately travels or whatever. I don't know if he traveled or he turned it over, right? So that made me feel really good about playing the Suns. That I, I will say that. That made me feel really good about playing the Suns. And I just got to tell you, Coz, I just don't like the matchup with Memphis. I don't like how they're not scared. I don't like how they go on Twitter and they roast you right after they beat you. I don't like any of that. I don't like any of that. But you would, if, if you would though, if it was the Warriors doing it. That's no, the I thing. would. No, I'm saying I don't like it in terms of I don't want to play them. Right. right? I hear you. I hear you. No, I hear you. It's, they are having fun. They are fun to watch, too. And, and I'm having a hard time coming around to why don't I believe in them. Maybe you hit it on the head. I haven't seen them do it when it matters. So why would I believe that they can do it when it matters? They can do it in the 82, but you got to do it after the 82. Like you said, it's the first of 16 that matters. And I don't know if they have it in them, but, man, they've been fun to watch. When I look at the back half of the Western Conference, the Golden State Warriors may be the key to the 7-8 and eight seeds in the Western Conference. They get the Kings tonight. The Kings have some 
minor hope of making it into the 10. But then they get the Lakers, then they get the Spurs, then they get the Pelicans, and those are the three teams fighting it out to try to get into the 9-10 and 10 spot. The Warriors could be the team that affects the back half of the play-in more than any team in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, and... and- and they need these wins just as much as everybody else. So there's no, and I know obviously a lot of the guys aren't playing off the back-to-back tonight, but they need these wins just like everybody else. And, and my question to you is this. At the beginning of the season, before the 18-2, and before the 9-0 and without Draymond, before, you know, Clay returned, where did you have the Warriors finishing? Mm-hmm. Give me that one more time. I was getting uh, some instruction. Give me that one more time. Where did you have the Warriors finishing? Okay, at the beginning I, of this is a good one. I said when the season started, all right, and I'm fessing up to it. When the season started, I said the Golden State Warriors will be a play-in team this year in the Western Conference. I said that if you look at the West, I and I, I started to, to actually count it out all the different teams that I thought were going to have better years than the Golden State Warriors, and I thought Denver was a better team. I thought that Utah was a better team. I I bought into the Lakers adding Westbrook and, and having AD back for the whole season, and LeBron is LeBron. I bought into the Lakers being better than the Golden State Warriors. I thought Memphis was better. I thought Phoenix was better. Um, the, the, the Clippers I couldn't say because you didn't know who was going to be available to the Clippers and just what they were going to mean and what they were going to do. Um, at the time, I didn't know that the Blazers were going to you know, self-destruct and decide to change their complexion and their roster completely. But I had a hand, more than a handful of teams better than the Warriors. I did not think they were going to be in a, a top four. Bonte reminds me all the time. I'm surprised he didn't text me today. He, he texts me all the time. Warriors top four in the West. Warriors top four in the West. Remember, Warriors top four in the West. I never saw it coming, Alan. Never saw it. Yeah, and I had them. I actually had them three. And, wow. I, and I had them above. Really? I had them above where I wanted to have them. I guess that was the dub nation in me, right? And now I look like a genius for whatever whatever that matters. Uh, but but And it's crazy because of all the twists and turns that it took to get, to, that it took to get here, right? I don't know if they, they didn't take Google Maps. I don't know. They, maybe they took Waze or whatever the case is. They took a weird direction, but ultimately they're kind of where everybody thought, right? They're a three seed, but they're barely hanging on. We, they're a three seed as of 2.44 p.m., right? <laughs> but we don't know where they're going to finish. So they're right where I think everybody thought that they would be doing a little bit better, I would say. Doing a little bit better and ultimately get into the dance. You have Steph Curry. It's go time. That's how we felt last year, and there was no Klay Thompson. You go into it this year, and you do have Klay Thompson. So you got to feel good about that. Here's why I thought they weren't going to have the, the run they had at the end of last year. And it's to me, it's Steph's 33. Steph had an incredible MVP run the final half of the season to get the Warriors into the play-in scenario. There's no way at his age he's going to have that run. And that was in a 72-game season. This is an 82-game season. He's got to do it longer. No way Clay comes back from two catastrophic injuries to be the, uh, uh, you know, the type of player that he was. Draymond's a year older. I wasn't a believer in Wiggins ever uh, achieving the talent that everyone thought he was going to have coming out of Kansas. And so I just thought that the end of the year last year was going to be the last best times Warrior fans had 
And this year we were going to start to see the decline, the the natural aging that happens to every superstar athlete in the history of the game, with the exception of uh, Sandy Koufax in baseball because he quit at 32, that Steph was going to start to show his age this year. And for the first half of the year, he was sticking it to me. He was great. He was an MVP. Then he started to hit a little bit of a slowdown, but the team continues to play well. Everyone could, I thought Iguodala was going to have no factor on this team at I, all. I, I agree. I agree. And I stood corrected when he showed up. Not not that first game again. You know, with the Grizzlies, when nobody played. Mm-hmm. But that, when he played against the Suns, I was like, okay, I was wrong here. Like he is. I, I've been saying it. Iggy by committee. I thought like what Iggy gave to that to this team. I thought it was going to be basically everybody is going to have to help to be what Iggy was, right? You get, you know, a little bit of GP2 to help be Iggy. You get a little bit of Iggy to help be the Iggy of old. So he proved me wrong for now. We still have to see this whole thing unfold and 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 see what happens. Uh, the 408 is chiming in. Warriors new mantra going into the playoffs. Re- playoff, regardless of what seed, strength and health, Gill from 408. And that's what it comes down to. And and everything you say, you you weren't wrong. You weren't wrong. And let's be honest, the Warriors are working off of what they did in the first half of the season. That's what they're working off of. How mm-hmm. well they played in the first half, th- because this second half has been a mess, a complete mess. But because they did so well in the first half, they're just hanging around. They're just hanging by a thread. And, mm-hmm. and they get wins when they need to. They they got some losses when they shouldn't have. You lost to the Knicks. You lost to the the Magic. The Magic lost to me. 888-957-9570. What was the worst loss of the season for the Warriors? Because mm. it can't get worse based on who they have left to play. But what was the worst loss? I heard... Last time I said the Magic was the worst loss, somebody said when they lost to the Pacers, basically their G League team. Oh, wow. There's some bad losses, Coz. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. You To, be, to, to believe in them being a championship-level team, can you? what is the last championship-level team that had this many bad losses, right? That's a good you know that's a good question. Usually I mean you get them in the course of 82 games. There is a boredom factor in the length of the NBA season and great teams get bored every once in a while. I do think the Nets got bored when they uh you know in 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 that loss they had the other day. I I do think they're the Atlanta game. Atlanta needs to win. And I'm not saying guys don't try. There's a difference between guys trying and guys being bored. But uh, listen, 82 I've seen it. I was in the NBA for 20 years. I've seen great teams I've seen great teams walk on the floor, and they had the game won before they tossed it in the air because you just could read the body language of the other team. And I saw some nights where I knew that the better team wasn't going to have their best night, which opened the door for the worst team to come in and get a win. I think that happens in the National Basketball Association. Yeah, but this isn't KD and and the Warriors and roll the ball out, and they're clearly better. The Warriors have had stuff to play for all season. Mm -hmm. that's, That's the difference for me. That's the difference for me. I want to get to this text because I, yeah. I have some things to say. 408 is chiming in. Probably need to reserve judgment of this team when everyone is actually playing together. We only saw 11 minutes. The big three played together, and they look pretty good. Now at a scorching pool, we really got something. Gil from the 408 again. We keep doing this. We keep doing this, and we keep waiting, and we keep waiting, and we keep waiting. And I guess we're eventually going to see it. But the idea that you're just going to drop Steph in to the recipe, you know, shout out Guy Fieri, NorCal guy, right? We were talking food earlier. You can drop it in diners, drive-ins, and dives, and everything is going to taste amazing. 
Maybe it does, but there's also a chance that it doesn't. Flavortown. Flavortown. Maybe we go to Flavortown. Maybe we take a wrong turn. Maybe Waze has us go the wrong direction. We don't know. And I'm just saying, let's stop acting like Steph was on a heater this whole season. He had a good season. And I saw a text earlier that said cold by Steph's, you know, Steph's, uh, it's Steph, right? So right. he's cold, but it's cold Steph. It's Steph not, cold. Steph yeah, cold. Steph cold isn't, Steph cold isn't, isn't your the, It's not the same as, you know, Harrison Barnes cold. Shout out Harrison Barnes and the Kings. So... <laughs> Everything that we're looking at right now, I'm not saying that it's not going to happen. I just think that what happens next? What happens when Steph shows up? This is what I'm afraid of. Steph shows up, first playoff series, the Warriors show up and get smacked. Game one, Steph goes two for two for nine from three. It's just a mess. Then what? When do you hit the panic button? Like, we keep holding this up like we know it's going to be all good. What happens if it's not? That's, you know what, if they, I think if you get, listen, first round is seven games. So if you get punched in the mouth in game one at home, I think it recalibrates this team. I think that they are veteran enough and smart enough and savvy enough that they realize losing the first game of a series isn't losing the series. I think some teams, they do you know, crap themselves when they, uh, when they, they're, it's new in the, their playoff experience is new. They think they're about to go on a run and they get kicked in the face. I think sometimes those newer teams stumble a little bit. I think the Warriors are fine with it. But, you know, you were just talking about where we were talking about playing the Suns or the Grizzlies. You got to do a lot of work before you get to the Suns and the Grizzlies. That's also true. All right. That's, that's very true. That's very true. And look, this, like I said, this is our first show together. It, it's been amazing, but you might not know this about me, Coz, but I'm, I'm known as a pessimistic Warriors fan. And Brian, <laughs> a lot of times, has to bring reel me in, you know, and Brian got that look in his eye. So, Brian, we're going behind the glass. What do you got for us? Yeah, Coz, I am known as a optimistic Warriors fan. And you know what? Like a lot of Dub Nation, they really believe that, you know, when these three guys are on the court, Steph, Clay, and Draymond, they can make beautiful music and beautiful basketball. Just look in the seven minutes they played against Washington. They scored 23 points, Mm -hmm. had an offensive rating of 135.3, and a defensive rating of 94.1, and a net rating of 46.4. That is crazy. When they are on the court together, they know how to play with each other, and it's great basketball. That's coming from the optimistic Warriors fan, and that is what people are so People are so confident about, and that's why they're coming at us. You know, but here's my issue. Well, if I'm going to be, I'm going to be Allen Styles Jr. <laughs> and after your hot take on uh, on that, you know, the the big guys playing together against Washington, they did it against the Wizards. All right, they did it against I know, the Wizards. I know, I knew you're going to say that, but you know yeah. what? We just know that they know how to play together, and we just know that. Whenever they have to make a back cut or whenever they have to make a difficult play, they know where to be at all times. And just the cohesiveness and just their ability to know where everyone is at all times, that Mm -hmm. is what I think that these Warrior fans are banking on. That's fair. I think that's wonderfully fair. But but here's the thing. You know, as as Alan and I were just saying, before you get to the Grizzlies or the Suns, you got to figure out what you're going to do in that first-round matchup. And the way it's shaping up right now – the Warriors are either going to get the Jazz or the Nuggets, all right? Because D- Dallas and the Warriors matched up at 49 wins. Jazz, Nuggets, both at 46 wins. It appears the way, you know, the final few games that are played out is going to shake those two things out. I'm not certain against either. I'd probably rather play Dallas 
than Denver. Um, and yeah. I know everyone's like, oh, Luka, 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 Luka. It's Luka and Luka and Luka. There's no one else there. It's all Luka. Basically, you're choosing would you rather play Luka or would you rather play Jokic. That's basically what you're, what you're choosing, right? Correct. And, and listen, yeah. to, this is me. I think Luka, as brilliant as he is, has the ball too much. He's all about being on the ball. And that's great. He's going to get his 30, 15, and 11. I just think that I'd rather face him than face – because I think the, the greatness of Jokic is he makes other guys around him better, and Luka is the best player on his team. Well, the Mavericks beat the Bucks today. I don't know mm-hmm. what you want to do with that, but they yeah. did beat the Bucks today. I hear what you're saying, but I also think this. I've been calling the Mavericks – Memphis light Mem- diet Memphis for really? a long time. And I'm calling them that because based on matchups, they play the warriors really tough. And what Luca does that you can't teach. He knows what everybody knows when the warriors get cooking, you know, they call timeouts. Oh, and, and it's so funny, you know, um, Every broadcast, oh, and, you know, the coach is going to take a timeout here, you know, when the Warriors get going. They like to call a timeout. Luka knows how to do that within the game. So if Steph gets going or Clay gets going, whoever, Luka knows, like, Luka is going to get fouled. He's going to make sure he's going to get fouled. He's going to slow the game down, and everybody plays at Luka's pace. And I do not like that matchup. I don't really love the Nuggets matchup either because Jokic is a beast, but... I do feel that they're going to try to run and gun with the Warriors, and I'm like, all right, I, I, we're picking and choosing here, but I do feel that when I've seen – Luka has put up, like, career numbers against the Warriors. He's done very well against the Warriors, and I, I just don't know that yeah. I would rather face him. You know what Jokic is. The, the same way, basically, and now they got Dinwiddie, right? So that's another guy you have to worry about, Spencer Dinwiddie. I don't like that as much as – I mean – Bones Highland, and, and, you know, he's a rookie. He's been balling. The, the Nuggets, to me, I'd probably rather see them because I know you said Jokic makes everybody better, but his collection of parts, I think, are probably a bit even to the Mavericks. But now the Mavericks have Spencer Dinwiddie, and I just don't like it. And they have a seven-footer. I just don't like it. I like a lot of the Dallas guys, but I'm not afraid of Maxi Kleber. I'm not afraid of – I like Dinwiddie. I'm not afraid of uh, of Marquise Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not, you know, and I'm not ripping them. No, I hear you. Yeah, I'm just, those guys, I'm not afraid of. Whereas I think Jokic's crew, and I think Denver's about to dispose of the Lakers. Um, the, the, yeah, yeah the, you sounded so happy saying that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the, and the, the Jokic crew, I think, is talented, and I think Jokic makes them even better. More to come. Who would you rather play first round? Would you rather get the Mavs and Luka? Jokic in the Nuggets, triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero, or you can uh, that you can hit us on that's the phone number. It's also the text line and the Comcast Business text line eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Alan Styles, Jim Cozumel with you. Two hours in the books, an hour and a half to go until we get to our pregame Warrior coverage right here on your home of the Golden State Warriors, ninety five seven. The game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.